0: Welcome to the Beacon Way Podcast, where your hosts Jennifer Christensen and Adrian Wilkerson talk shop about what really works in today's digital marketing world. As the co-founders of Beacon Media and Marketing, Jennifer and Adrian have been a part of digital marketing since its early stages in the mid-2000s. Tune in as they shine light on what works and what doesn't in the ever-changing world of digital marketing for small businesses.
1: Hello, this is Adrienne Wilkerson with Beacon Media and Marketing, and I'm here with my business partner, Jennifer Christensen. And we're going to be wrapping up our third part series today on using marketing to recruit, to attract talent, and also to enhance your culture. So today, we're going to be digging into some specifics and give you some examples of some of the stuff that we've been doing with clients, and also some of the stuff that we've seen be very effective even in our Own business. So to start off with, Jen, I'm going to let you talk about this first download that people are going to be able to grab. And this is a great screenshot of a website that we're building for one of our clients right now.
2: Yeah, one of my favorite websites to date that we've gotten to work on. And This company, LA Mental Health, fast-growing mental health franchise company, they really get this. They are definitely like on the early adoption side. They really understand that marketing is utilized to showcase their culture, to help with recruitment, to attract the right talent. And it has really paid off for them by doing it this way. So they're a great example to look at of what can you incorporate in your business. So, like just looking at their homepage, which this will be live in the next week or so. So, by the time this podcast comes out, you guys will be able to look it up online if you want. EllieMentalHealth.com. The first thing you see when you come to their homepage is that they actually have a staff member in their hero image. So, it is a member of their team that is right there on the homepage, which is pretty bold. Not a lot of companies do that, but that is definitely who Ellie is. They are all about being transparent, sharing their team and culture, and doing it that way. And then as you even scroll down the homepage, they have other staff members actually that are highlighted as part of the career section, as part of the services section. So that is what they've chosen to do as just a really bold statement of you're getting to see Ellie, you know, not just what they want you to see, but you're getting to see Ellie from the perspective of their culture and their team. And they have various quotes from their team throughout the site. I mean, they're really transparent about sharing that. We understand that every business can do that. Like that doesn't fit every business model, but the concept is absolutely the same. They're basically removing the barrier between... You knowing the person that's going to you're going to eventually talk to, whether it's in a therapy session or, you know, that you're talking to on the phone about billing or that you're making your appointment with. They're removing those barriers so that you know what they even look like, you know, you know, you kind of can see their personalities come through a little bit. And that reflects
1: who Elias is a company across the board. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, we understand what we're encouraging. Like Jennifer said, this is very bold to put staff right out there on the web page and the website and especially your homepage. And so, you know, we do get questions. Well, what happens if when a staff member leaves? you know? And so that is a real concern. We understand that. And like Jen said, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best for every company. So maybe you pick a staff member that's in a leadership position that has been with you for a long time that you know is committed. That's a safer version, if you will. Or put the ownership team, put a member or two of the ownership team much in a more kind of casual setting is another way to start taking steps toward more transparency with who the people are. Like Jen said, it's a connection point where people can see that. So like Jen said, it's not for everybody, but there are ways to kind of work towards this that are a little safer maybe than just going out there and putting all your staff out there. So there's You know, the really bold version, there's the not as bold, and then there's the real safe version. So you can pick which one. Yeah.
2: And I I would just add to that, that I think, you know, part of understanding, yes, there is going to be people that come in and out. Absolutely. That is a norm. And I think Adrian's, I think your comment on that of maybe, you know, picking and choosing who you put on there is probably wise. But the other piece is that recognizing that your website, part of this whole inbound marketing thing and being transparent, your website is not something that you just put up there and don't look at again for a long time. It's a living, breathing part of your inbound marketing plan. And I know for our clients, when they have a change that they need to make on the website, something like, okay, I need to move this person off or put this person on, you know, it's a day. It's not like that doesn't have to be the barrier for you doing this. Just, yeah, just wanted to put
1: that out there. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And if you're going in and intending to be as bold as Ellie has chosen to be, You can have a plan for that. You know, you can say, you know, we're going to put this person on here to start with. And you might have a backup person, a backup hero image with another team member to be able to pull up. And so there's ways around it. And I would always encourage you to go a little bolder than what you're comfortable with because right now, digital marketing technology, it's all about growing, it's all about pushing boundaries. It's not the time to be safe. So whatever your comfort zone is, pick the next level up and just (laughs) embrace it and go with it. So I love your point, Jen. I think that's absolutely spot on for sure. So, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we do internally that help really enhance that culture, because it's not just about recruitment marketing. And then this goes back to the funnel idea that Jennifer was talking about in the last episode. You know, digital marketing, inbound marketing, it's not about stopping with that sale, it's not about stopping with that person that you recruited. Of course, you know, now they're hired, now they're here, yay. This does not stop there. It's got to transform and go past just that recruiting to actually the culture piece. Just like you bring in a new client, that's amazing. Your social, your digital marketing can't stop there. You've got to keep really connecting with that client so they turn into your biggest fan. And the same holds true with the talent that you end up hiring. And so just like we're talking about transparency with showing employees on your homepage and in your social, the same thing translates into the culture piece. Again, this really goes back to what we were talking about two episodes ago, where people communicate differently now. They don't communicate. it, It isn't just word of mouth. That word of mouth is now happening online. And so it is important to be transparent and it's important to celebrate your employees, celebrate their hobbies, celebrate their successes. Our lines have gotten blurred between professional and personal lives. We now celebrate our employees' kids. We celebrate their Baseball tournament wins. We celebrate, you know, a new pet coming on because that helps our employees feel valued, that they mean more to us because they do than just a person that is doing a job every day. We care about our employees' lives, we care about what they care about. And when we celebrate that online through our social media, that really translates to us valuing the millennials and the Gen Z's that are coming in particularly. And I won't say it's just them that love having their new puppy photo up on our social. It is every one of the generations that work for us. And we have many here. Everybody loves it when you celebrate what's important to them. And so really, you have to start thinking in terms of not just celebrating your company, And the wins that your company has, the awards that your company has, but celebrating your employees, calling out their work anniversaries, calling out their birthdays, calling out, you know, somebody's coming back from maternity leave and they've got twins now. And there's so much out there that you can celebrate. And this does take some effort internally to be able to connect to your employees and get information from them. One goofy but wonderfully fun thing that we do internally is every monday are the person who owns the social media for us here at Beacon. She puts out a message in Slack in our internal communication system. And it's just a call out for any and all fun photos that came in from anything anybody did on the weekends. And some days, some people won't have anything, but there's always a few that will have something. And luckily it often rotates through, but these are fun things they did with family members or friends or kids. We've got you know, employees that'll take a weekend trip and fly over to a concert in the next state over with their friends. And so this is celebrating stuff that they've done, but it's a great way to not only get really good content for your social, but also to create internal culture. Because when those pictures go up, I mean, there's constant comments internally for us. People love to see what other people did and their conversation happens, compliments happen, jokes happen. It's a great team building type thing and we also, you know, like Jennifer mentioned I think last episode, we put quotes from our own teammates up on social. You know, right now it's a really easy season with Thanksgiving and we have a thankful Thursdays that we have anyway that we do every week and so getting people's quotes and putting them up there and then it's not us as a company talking about how great our company is. It's really giving a platform for our employees to talk about what's valuable to them about the company. And that will communicate so strongly to talent that you're looking to recruit. And it helps retention because your staff feel valued and loved, honestly. Absolutely. I love... I mean... Some stuff like even just
2: the team building stuff as well. I mean, the pieces that we're doing as part of just our internal culture. And again, this is all about de-siloing this, right? So it's about taking the pieces that you're already doing internally. Yours is going to look different than what ours is. But, you know, those team building exercises, there've been some great memes and things that have come out of that (laughs) that ended up on our social. And it's just showcasing, it's again, removing the barriers. Like, this is who we are as a company. We're freaking goofy and, and like, you know, all over the country and, you know, being able to showcase that in a real way. It's not like we're saying this is who we are, we're showing who we are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, what are some, you know, like when we're talking website and social, what are some things that are really important, Jennifer, to focus on in, you know, some maybe four key areas? Yeah, excellent.
2: So I mean, I'm a data nerd. This is just who I am. So this information that I'm giving you is not just my thoughts, but it's also based on what I can track and see that people are looking at when we're in that recruitment phase. So I I guess we're always kind of in the recruitment phase, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you're going as fast
2: as us, we're always recruiting. Talent phase is what we'll call it. But when we can see You know, on the back end of what are people doing? Like, where are they searching? You know, kind of like following those cookies, you know, where do they go to? The first thing that most of our potential staff go to is our website. And we can see they spend a lot of time on our About Us page. They're looking through, you know, both the leadership team and the individuals who work on our team already. What we say about them, what they say about themselves, definitely links to our podcast, which is also on that about us page. So they're listening and trying to get a feel again for who we are. They're hitting social media, specifically Instagram, I would say is number one, then Facebook, Mm -hmm. then LinkedIn, which is interesting because LinkedIn is like the recruiting platform. But I think they're already starting to think about the internal of, Mm -hmm. you know, who are these people and do I want to work with them? And then, of course, Glassdoor and Indeed. And and we definitely see that. In fact, Adrian's talked about that multiple times in interviews, how often our, our Glassdoor reviews come up and people will even have specific examples of things of why they've decided to move forward. So a lot of other business owners I talk to are almost afraid of everything I've just said, right? They're like, oh, I don't even want to look at my Glassdoor. Like, I know there's some negative stuff on there. Maybe they just won't look at our social... You know, maybe they're going
1: to just, they're
2: going to, yeah, this is happening. And just to add a new one, I'm not going to go too deep into this one. There is a whole new thing that is happening now online. And this has really taken off since COVID since over the last couple of years, but it is what's called the dark web. It's not the old dark web that is scary, but it's basically when people are direct messaging and they're putting in You know, Facebook message or Instagram DMs or however they're doing that, LinkedIn, all of those where they're actually getting information about your company and even directly from your employees. Mm -hmm. So we have had that happen where people have direct messaged our employees. That is happening. And even if they aren't direct messaging your employees, they are direct messaging other people that might know you. So it's that old, you know, like, referral system that we're all used to, reputation, right? But we're not even seeing that stuff. Mm -hmm. But we know that that is happening. So if you're feeling scared about your website, social or glass door, like you got to just take your head out of the sand on this one. Mm -hmm. This is such a huge part of whether your business is going to be successful or not long term. And as we talked about the stats on the last episode has a huge financial piece for you as well.
1: Absolutely. Well, and we always kind of encourage people. We've talked about it on this podcast before, but I think it bears saying again, don't be afraid of reviews. You're going to get negative reviews. That is pretty much impossible to avoid and really shouldn't be avoided because people don't trust perfect scores. They don't trust all perfect reviews. If there are no negative reviews, the feedback that comes back from people without fail is that some of those have gotta be fake because nobody has a perfect score. Mm -hmm. So a perfect score is not the goal, you guys. I know that's counterintuitive, but it's more important to be able to see and allow people to provide reviews and respond to those reviews, especially the negative ones. But you need to respond to every review even if it's positive. And it can be short and sweet. Like, thank you so much. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. Just anything that is positive and appropriate to respond to needs to be responded to. But don't be afraid of negative reviews. It really is an opportunity for you to respond in a professional way and show people your character and your company's character. Because oftentimes, they're not looking for perfect. But they are looking for how you handle difficult situations, how you handle conflict, which is weird to say about reviews, but in some ways that is a very passive form of some conflict if somebody's putting up a negative review. So don't be afraid of them, but always respond in a very professional and polite way. Okay, let's talk about some real-life examples for culture and internal culture and using digital marketing and digital technology. This one's not so much a marketing piece, but it is something that we've found to be absolutely critical in successful companies that are really attracting and retaining quality talent, especially in the Gen Z and millennial spaces. So you need to have some kind of internal digital communication tool. This can be Teams, this can be Slack, there's others out there. But it is imperative that you have an internal communication system. And this is, again, a great tool to collect some wonderful photos, to collect quotes, to, you know, to really be able to have a central place to have a communication system, but also to collect resources for social media. Be inspiring. This is one that we get a lot of feedback from our staff. But again, leverage that internal communication tool and share some stuff that's inspiring. This is a great way for leadership to connect with and really keep those values aligned and to communicate with the team in an encouraging way. So however and whatever rhythm works for you and your company, but find some encouraging quotes or something inspiring to share on a consistent basis, whether that's once a month or once a week or once a day, whatever that rhythm is for your company, find it and stay consistent, but share some inspirational stuff that aligns with your values. Another one is celebrating your staff online. We talked about this when earlier in this episode when we were sharing examples. But are you celebrating your staff through social? Are you highlighting their successes, their kids' successes, their family successes? Are you, you know highlighting even potentially the different amazing generational or cultural pieces that you might have in your company? If you're anything, you know, like some companies where you're spread out across the country, like we are, we have a lot of different regions the United States represented here. We were just laughing this morning about different regions of the United States and different things that they have that are traditional for their region for Thanksgiving and just food-wise even. And so celebrating, recognizing, calling out that our differences make us stronger as a team instead of shying away from that and just really celebrating that with each other. And, you know, today, in today's world, one of the major cultural things that we're seeing is if your company can manage a hybrid or remote component to your workforce, this is really important. Some companies, that's just, not a thing. If you're doing manufacturing and you need somebody in the plant building that widget, it's pretty hard to have a remote or hybrid work mm-hmm. environment. So there's other avenues and other things you can do with those, but if you are having a hybrid or work a remote work world, again, having that digital communication tool, celebrating your staff online is an amazing way to pull everybody together and to be able to keep that culture alive even though you're not always in the same company and in the same building together. Anything else you want to throw in there,
2: Jen? I just read this yesterday. It seems really a great way to end it. And that is that a new study just came out that only, I think it's 24% of businesses now are offering remote or hybrid options, mm-hmm. but they are attracting over 70% of the applicants. Wow! So I really emphasize that last one, if at all possible, that study was done in the businesses and fields that could offer it. So it wasn't like, you know, like you said, like a a manufacturing, but it was scary for us to go fully that way. But I just, I would, and it's not even my personal preference. I'm a total extrovert. My personal Mm -hmm. preference as an owner is I want a great office full of lots of people. Like I work best in that environment. But, you know, as a business owner, you got to read the times and you got to look at what really makes a difference in your team. And if you can go that way, I highly encourage you to just, you know, take that first step, that direction.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. That's really powerful. So thank you guys all for joining us. That wraps up our series on using digital marketing for recruiting and company culture. And we hope you guys have a wonderful day. And if you're listening to this around the holidays, when we're recording, a great Thanksgiving. All right, take care, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of The Beacon Way. We hope you enjoyed it and had some good takeaways. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you've enjoyed the show, please give us some stars on your podcast channel of choice. For more information, tips, and notes from the show, check us out at beaconmm.com. For more information on how Beacon can help market your business, email us at welcome at beaconmm.com.